Let's give Jesus some praise just one more time before we're seated. Yell it out loud as you can. Amen, amen. Now we can be seated, maybe. Woo! Oh my goodness. Thank you, Carlin and the praise team. What a morning so far. Uh, Mary Magdalene, woo, that was so good, so moving, uh, which ushers us right into that time of worship and praise and just focusing in on God because he is great and what he did in sending his son for us to die on the cross for our sins, but not only that, for his resurrection, that death could not hold him. He was going to live and we just sang about that this morning. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. You know what? Every time we sing that, I say, I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump. And then I just do one of these <laughs> instead of one of these. So that's, uh, what you call that? Being a little timid or what are people going to think? Who cares? I know what Jesus brought me out of. So however I want to worship, I'm going to worship like that. So I need to quit being so scared to just jump and shout and scream and whatever else. Because he is a great, great God. And he's done some wonderful things in my life and your lives. This morning, we are going to talk for just a little bit about the comeback. Get up out of that grave. And there was a reason, you know, Carlin saying that we got together on the worship set for today, and it was powerful. Uh, if it wasn't powerful for you, then somebody check your pulse. Have somebody check your pulse next to you. <laughs> God was in it and moving. But come back. Get up out of that grave. I'm excited about what God's doing here. If, if you haven't been here in a while or you are a guest today, God is doing some awesome things. Amen. Some amazing things. And we want you to be a part of it. God wants you to be a part of it. Um, so if, if you don't have a home church, we encourage you to call this your home church. You'll be loved by people. Uh, you, you will have people that will help you get through some things. And you will learn that nothing's too big for God. And he wants, to, wants us to operate in everything that he has for us and that fullness of that and to see him move. He wants to us to be able to see him move and do things amongst us. So and he wants us to worship and he wants us to praise him. But come back, get up out of that grave. I think I'm calmed down enough to get into it now. <laughs> How many of you in here love to hear those comeback stories or those comeback movies? They're good. Um, and what makes a good comeback story or what makes a good comeback movie? What makes us want to see those? What makes us want to hear about them? Most comeback stories have one of two things. Either an underdog who's expected to lose, then they come out on top, or they have a champion that maybe makes some bad decisions or makes some mistakes or has a setback and makes this U-turn in their life and goes back to the top. But they all have this one thing in common in these stories of comebacks, and there is a small word in there, and it's called hope. We watch these comeback stories, or we hear about them, and there's this message of hope in there. Now, for us as Christians, we also have a message of hope in Jesus. 
that we need to cling to, that we need to understand. And I want to look at Jesus this morning as the greatest comeback story of all. And I know you say, well, it's not really a comeback. That was, that, I know that was God's plan for his life. He was never going to lose. He was always going to win. But to his followers around him that maybe didn't have as much faith as they thought they should have, it was a comeback, him rising from the dead. Because they weren't sure why it happened, what happened. But they, I believe, perceived his resurrection as a comeback story. Yes, he made it back. Look at him. Not without some doubt in there. But it's also a comeback story for us because his comeback story is our comeback story. What he did on the cross, what he did coming out of the tomb, means there's hope for us. That anywhere I'm in, wherever I'm in at life, whatever I'm struggling with, whatever I'm going through, as someone that dealt with depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, that there's hope for me. That Jesus' comeback story was part of my comeback story to get out of that stuff and deliver it out of it into what he would have for my life. That's my comeback story now. Again, there's hope. We all need to know that we're going to be okay. That what we're going through, that it's going to be okay. And sometimes we need to know that even if we're not okay, that's okay. Because God's got us and our hope is found in Jesus. And again, we all have our, our own comeback story. We all have different things that we've been through, different things that we face. Maybe in this morning you're facing it right now. You're in the middle of a big mess right now. God wants you to make a comeback from that. We all have been there. We all understand what this is about. And I want to celebrate this morning what Jesus did for us, not only on the cross, but what he did in, in, in rising out of that tomb and coming back to life on this day that we call Easter. Luke chapter 24 is where we're going to be this morning. Just a, a few scriptures here. Luke 24, verses 1 through 5. Get up out of that grave. Every time I hear that song now, I just think about everywhere, where I, how down and out I was at one time. And then just like, well, I'll get to that in a minute, but I just love it. Luke chapter 24, verses 1 through 5. And those of you that don't know me, my name's Rick Hayes, and uh, I am the interim pastor right now. So again, we're happy to have you guys. Uh, I'm kind of goofy, so you might see things up here that are a little goofy, but that's just part of who I am. God made me that way. So I threw a temper tantrum up here a couple weeks ago, jumped into some guy's arms, six of them last week. So who knows what today has in store. Luke 24, verses 1 through 5. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Risen. Trying to talk in a mid swallow, that's not good. He's not here, he has risen. Why do you seek the living among the dead? That question cuts right to the heart. Why are you seeking the living among the dead? That, that day the women found an empty tomb that once held a crucified Christ. So, and so the angels asked them this very profound question Why do you seek the living among the dead? That same question echoes in our hearts today. Why do we seek life and things that lead to death? Why do we make choices that we do that are going to lead to death? 
spiritually for us. We want to live life to the fullest, but we chase things that ultimately are going to kill us. Why do we search for fulfillment and emptiness? I was guilty of this. At times, I still make mistakes, but we all have been there where we seek out fulfillment in this life that we think we want, but it's never found anywhere outside of Jesus. Death couldn't stop him. Hell couldn't hold him and sin couldn't beat him. Jesus died so that we could live. He took our place accepting the death that we deserve so that we could live with him forever. And because of his sacrifice, our lives don't end with death. I'm going to heaven. You're going to heaven if you know Jesus as your savior. Death is not the end for us. Really, it's just the beginning. Our life's just a, a vapor or mist and we're done and we're up in heaven for eternity, forever worshiping the Lord, forever. Get up, get up, get up. My legs are never going to get tired because it's heaven. Everything's going to be perfect. So you just see me like a little pogo stick around in heaven. Oh, Rick's over there. There he is. And all of this because he rose from the dead. Not because he died, but because he lives. And when we gather together in his name, he is with us. He is with us. You know, as we gather in unity, and I talked about this Wednesday night, we see God move. The more we're all on the same page, worshiping together in spirit and in truth, he moves. He inhabits the praises of his people. That means he's here. And he wants to move in our lives. You know, another thing about Easter is I love all of the Easter songs. You know which ones they are. There's some old ones that I remember, but all the Easter songs just speak like of his life and the resurrection, and it just kind of sends electricity through my veins thinking about the words of those songs that we sing. And we don't just sing them on Easter. We sing them throughout the year, but songs like, as I was growing up, Because He Lives, I Can Face Tomorrow. Because He Lives, All Fear Is Gone. That song, I know it's an older one, but it, it touched me. It's still, when I hear it today, I still, it's just, every day you wake up, because he lives, because Jesus lives, I can face tomorrow. I can face the next day. I can t- face the day after that because he lives, and he's with me. Songs like Glorious Day, I was buried beneath my shame. Who could carry that kind of weight? It was my tomb. Everything that I went through before I was a Christian and on fire for God, that was my tomb, and I was dead in there. And then he called my name. (laughs) So my depression, my anxiety, my feelings of worthlessness, my low self-esteem, all of that stuff that I was stuck in, this will be mine, my tomb, then he called my name. That moment he called my name, I understood This is who I am in Jesus. And when that happened, when he said, Rick, the song says what? (laughs) Yes, Lord, I know who I am in you now. I ran out of that grave. From all the darkness and and the hurt and the pain, I ran out when he called my name and I understood who I was in him. I didn't have to stay there anymore. King of kings that we sang this morning, the stone was moved for good for the lamb had conquered death. The love of Jesus Christ has resurrected me. Death was arrested. That's another song. When death was arrested and my life began, we're free, free, forever, we're free. Some of us don't sing like that. (laughs) Free, free. 
We're free. We're free in Jesus. How about the old one, arise, my love? The grave no longer has a hold on you. Or he's alive. He's alive and I'm forgiven. Heaven's gates are open wide. He's alive. How about rattle? We just sang that this morning. Saturday was silent. Surely it was through. But since when has impossible ever stopped you? <laughs> Friday's disappointment is Sunday's empty tomb. Said, open the grave. I'm coming out. I'm going to live. I'm going to live again. Resurrection power runs in my veins too. I believe there's another miracle here in this room. I believe that anybody that walked in here with a hurt, anything, anybody that walked in here with a sickness, whatever it is, there's a miracle for you. And it's about time that preachers started preaching the truth and believing that God can move like he said he can move. We don't pray and hope things happen. We pray believing things are going to happen. We have to stand on that. We have to be strong in that. I thank God that last song, hell lost another one. I am free. Thank God that I'm not headed to hell anymore. And then the get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. You know, the Bible's full of all kinds of comeback stories. Moses, Samson, I'm having a problem with following today. Joshua, just story after story of people in the Bible that had these comeback stories. And we can talk about story after story like these. And really, the whole story of humanity is a story of people who have stumbled and fallen, yet somehow, by God's grace, been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Over and over, we can see that. We find out that no matter what we might be walking through, we can still have confidence that Jesus is the God of the comeback and that our story is not over as long as Jesus is in it. I love that. I love that as long as I'm breathing, as long as I'm walking, my life is not over. Jesus is in it. So whatever I face, you know, tomorrow I can face something huge in my life. Whatever I face, Jesus is in it. Whatever I struggle with, Jesus is in it. Whatever the doctors say, Jesus is in it. Whatever my finances say right now, Jesus is in it. As long as I'm serving him. And there's a comeback for me. There's a comeback for you from whatever you're dealing with. If you're in a dark place this morning like I was at one time, I want you to know something. You're not crazy. Some of you are having a hard time with that right now. And you're not alone. If you're struggling with something deep right now, you're not crazy and you're not alone. It happens to all of us. That's the great thing about coming together as a church and meeting together as a church that we get encouraged by each other we get lifted up by each other as we come together we spur each other on to greater things in God it's hard to do that while you're sitting on your sofa not surrounded by the people in the church be nice Rick it's Easter <laughs> this, is, this is a place of encouragement it's a place of blessing it's a place where you can come out of that grave it's a place where you can be lifted up. You know, one of my spiritual mentors this morning sent me a message that, you know, he was kind of giving me some Easter scripture and things like that. And then he said, if Jesus can overcome death, we can overcome a pandemic. I said, amen. Amen. 
Maybe you're struggling with some of these things that are on these headstones this morning. I'm going to turn around. And maybe it speaks to you. Maybe you got some envy, jealousy in your life that you need to take care of this morning. Maybe pride's a big deal for you. Maybe you're just lazy. You're not serving the Lord like you need to because you're just lazy. Maybe you got an addiction to alcohol. You can't seem to kick it. Maybe you got some deep hurt in your life. And that's your grave and you can't seem to get out of it. Maybe you got some anger issues. I used to. And Jesus took control of my life. They still rear Ted every once in a while. Drugs. Maybe fear. You just can't move and do what God wants you to do because you're afraid. Maybe you've been abused. And you're thinking, how, how could a God that loves me allow me to go through something like that? Maybe you just got some sin in your life you need to get rid of. Maybe lust, pornography, some bad decisions you've made. You just got some hate built up inside of you. But no matter what your grave is this morning, and I probably didn't list half the things I could have put on these, no matter what it is, you can get up out of it. No matter what you're struggling with in here this morning, you're not too far gone to res- for God to rescue you. I've seen so many people that didn't know the Lord and kept choosing the wrong things over and over and over again and literally taking themselves straight down to the pits of hell and I've seen God snatch them when they turn their life over to him and bring them right back out. And all it takes is a heart that says, I've messed up and I need help. And that's where pride has to get out of the way. Where, I, you know, I think I can do this on my own. Eventually I'll get better or eventually I'll turn my life over to God. Sometimes there isn't an eventually. So do it today. Amen. Do it today. Nothing you've done will make God love you less. I want to encourage you guys this morning to... Don't keep going back. You know, you may have said, well, Rick, I've come out of this before, but now I find myself back in it. Don't keep going back to the dead things. There's no life there. There's no life there. So I don't know why we keep going back and revisiting those things. We need to leave it there. If I've got anger issues, if I'm lazy, if I've got some deep hurts, I need to leave those there in that grave and rise up out of it into what God has for me. God can bring peace through whatever you're going through. I also think about during the resurrection, what the devil was thinking. Idiot. What he had to be thinking as the stone gets rolled away. Like, oh my gosh, what is going on? 
It's a Carmen song. Somebody's messing with the stone. Can you imagine what he's thinking? Like, I thought I killed him. I thought this was done. I thought he was over. No, 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 no. And what's going through his mind? That I'm defeated. I mean, death can't even hold him down. I'm defeated. And the doubters that were present, doubting Thomas, like, I, I can't believe this. There's still people right now today that when God moves and does something, I can't believe that. I can't believe God did that. We talked about this Wednesday, but we should be saying, I knew he would. (laughs) I knew God would do that. Because I've seen him move. I know how real he is, and it doesn't matter how big the problem is, I've seen the answer found in Jesus. I've seen things that I couldn't even explain happen. And you're just like... How'd you do that? Because I'm God. And I'm bigger than everything. Every time I, I go down a path where you know, I might mess up or I might make mistakes, I remember, I just remember things that God would speak into my spirit. If I did it before, I can do it again. But God, I really messed up again. But if I did it before, I can do it again. I can help you through this again. If you're in here this morning, you guys are really quiet for an Easter Sunday too. If you're in here this morning and you're struggling, I mean, you are hurting. It takes a lot sometimes for somebody to, because I've been here too, sit here and inside your, your heart is just thumping so hard and the conviction of the Holy Spirit is all over you, but it still takes a lot to go from here to hear it takes a heart that's humble and says I realize that I'm messed up right now and I need God to intercede on my behalf it takes some courage to stand up I've been there it feels like you got concrete blocks on your feet just to stand up and then to just take that first step but I promise you when you take that first one they just get easier and actually you move quicker to that altar And I also want to let you know that as you do that, you know, if that's you this morning, you're dealing with something, as you do that, I want you to know this is what the church is doing for you. You may not hear it like that, and some of you are like, am I supposed to clap? But that's what we're doing. We're lifting you up in prayer. We were where you were at. We've all had to make that trip up here or find an altar at home or in our cars or wherever it is and say, God, I've messed up and I don't know what to do. We've all had that. But I guarantee you the people of this church are clapping for you. They are cheering you on. I coach, used to coach. When the girls come in the huddle or the teams come over from a track meet, I'm there. the same thing in the church if, if, if Dale's struggling and he's dealing with something I'm right you got this Dale you can do it God's with you that's why it's so important to be plugged in to a church 
to have people there for you, encouraging you and helping you along. If you're not doing that, you're not really a good teammate. We can have a talk about that another time. Okay? We all have a role to play in encouraging people and lifting them up and telling them they can make it. I mean, it may, it may look silly sometimes, the things that we need to do to encourage people and help people. Or you may think it's not a big deal, but that person, it's everything. You know, if I, if I knew somebody in here had been abused and they're laying down in this grave, not physically dead, but just in this pit, I can't get out of it. If it means I'm down here, come on, you can do this. Get up off the floor. Get out of that grave. You can make it. Then I'll do it. Then I'll do it. You don't know what the person next to you is dealing with right now. Actually, when we worship and we praise, we have no idea what our praise is doing for somebody else. What really touches me when, is when you can see somebody that's dealing, you know they're dealing with something. Everybody in the church knows they're dealing with something, yet they can just raise their hands and still worship through it. And then you ask yourself, how can they do that? How can they still worship with everything that's going on in their life right now? Because they know God's bigger and that he's real. And he cares about them. And he'll walk them right through that storm. Our praise team would come up. I want to tell you guys this morning, if you're struggling, there's a comeback for you. There's a comeback from you, for you. And every setback we face, and we will face them, every setback sets up a comeback. Oh, I, I, I don't know why this happened, but I know I can come back from it. I'm not sure how I'm going to get through this. I'm not sure how we're going to pay this bill, but I know I can, God can help me come back from it. I want you to know this morning, I don't know who it is that's struggling with things, but I believe in you. I believe in you. Even better than that, God believes in you. And your church believes in you. And we're in this together. So no matter what you're facing today, if you guys would all stand this morning. Whatever you're facing today, God can raise you up out of it. He can raise you up out of it. There's a comeback for you. And he wants to take you from whatever it is Whatever it is you're struggling with, he wants to raise you up out of that grave. Put your feet on a solid foundation again and get you going down the right path. You guys just bow your heads for a moment. I just want you to slip your hand up if this morning... You're struggling. I just want you to slip your hand up. Nobody's looking around. Just slip your hand up. I'm struggling. I am struggling right now. Hands up all over the place. Thank you for that. There's hope in Jesus this morning. 
whether it's physical you're struggling with, you need healing in your body, it's your finances, it's, it's something that I listed on one of these headstones up here, whatever it is, God's bigger. Whatever it is, he wants you to come up out of that grave. It's time for your comeback this morning. If you don't know the Lord this morning, you don't know this Jesus that we're talking about, it's time to know him this morning. It's time to answer that call that he's putting on your, on your heart and your life and respond to him. Maybe you're here this morning and you've walked away from him. I've been there. I've been there. But he welcomes you back with open arms. He loves you. So this morning as they sing and, and we worship and we worship and we worship and we worship in unity, God's going to move. God's going to do things. I'm not saying I hope he does. I'm telling you he's going to move. He's going to do things. As we worship together, as we come together in unity and we pray, I expect miracles. I expect healing. And I encourage you to come and our deacons to help out. Anybody else that wants to help out in prayer? you to come as we celebrate Easter today what Jesus did how he conquered death and how he can help us through everything I encourage you to come and get that peace that passes all understanding get that healing get that miracle that you need in your life as we worship and pray in Jesus name Amen How great the